0: Hey, it's episode 68 of Grif's Brain Dump. me, Griff, Obviously, how are you all doing? How's your week been? I am dying. Um Not, not really dying. I'm just absolutely shattered. Um Just came up from a gig, the uh, Muse Moose semi-final, and I'm pleased to tell you that I am going to. No, I'm not going anywhere. I didn't get through. <laughs> it was fun. No, it's totally fine. Um, it was really good. Very good show. Um, shout out to Josh um, both Bolf, Bolf I think is his surname. He went through. Deserved winner. Um, did very well. I didn't do my best, I think, because of this hangover, which has resulted in alcohol-related diarrhoea. So, you know, when you have to pop modiums before you get on stage, you know it's not going to be a great time. Um... The things is, I so, woke up this morning feeling fine. But, just throughout the day, it's got progressively worse. When I was on stage, literally five minutes in, the stage lights got too hot. And I thought I'm actually going to pass out. Uh, my girlfriend sat in the front row, and she said, I thought you want to pass out, from it or shit yourself. And I was like, all three could have happened. <laughs> now, that would have been a show. That would have been something to see. And that time the guy vomited past that and shot himself with one go. Yeah, great end to the set. But that didn't happen. Um, I managed to survive through it and uh, tell my jokes. People seem to like my set. I'm not sure if they're just being polite, but it's fine. It was a weird crowd because when you go to a comedy competition, right, you what you do? You bring loads of your friends, but your friends support you, not even you as a comedian. They just support you doing your thing. So, they sat in a crowd comedy. Comedy's not usually my thing, but you know, I'm coming. So it means they don't really have uh you, you sometimes have a crowd of people aren't actually that appreciative of comedy or jokes. They're kind of like, what, what is going on? Like the guy who went through, his girlfriend hates comedy. She doesn't go to his gigs. Same as my girlfriend, she doesn't really like comedy. But it's just couple of gigs. And um and it's sure you do that for mates, don't you? Like I remember my mate. Um, he used to be in the band and they do kind of metal and I don't like any of that music generally don't but when I mean, he was performing and he was performing at like O2 and stuff I so, like well I've got to, got to go see him that, so that's fine when it's music when I don't really not re- it's not really my thing that's fine I'm in mean, the crowd they're playing music but when someone's telling jokes and they need you to laugh Comedy's not really my thing, it is just horrible. <laughs> but did that, and the reason I've got a hangover because so I was at a wedding yesterday that just lasted for just way too long. When I say last too long, it didn't. I was drinking for way too much of the wedding. That's what I really meant. Uh, had a drink strategy, guys. Here it was. Check it out. It's when I mix more than two drinks. That's when the hangover is really bad. So I thought I'll. Oh, We'll just have wine Because there'll be wine on the table Um, I'll start my day off with wine Um, Which seemed like a genius idea But what I forgot to do Was stop drinking the wine As in I literally was drinking from about What time do we get there? About 1 or 2 To about 1 or 2 in the morning (laughs) Uh, so that all led to me feeling so bad on stage today um, almost had almost got into a fight at the wedding too that was that would have been fun uh, if that happened I, I won't say I won't say who I was with um, because I don't want a person to be embarrassed the, the next day or uh, today I guess if they ever was to stumble across this but people were there no <clears throat> but yeah it was on the it is problem with men, isn't it? Our egos. Let's get us in some mad situations. So I was sat at the front. All my uni mates were sat at the back of the coach. They're all singing and chanting. I got up to just go and talk to them. And I got told to sit the fuck down. And I was like, hey, what? Now, men, you know what it's like. Your ego just takes over. Like Even if you were about to sit down, and another man told you, sit the fuck down. The probably go, actually, I'm standing up. So I was nowhere near my seat anyway, so I wasn't going to sit down. But two, so was like, my brain goes, even if I wanted to sit down, I am not sitting down. Not a chance, rude boy. So I was like, you what? He's like, sit the fuck down. I was like, um, I'm not sure what's happened here. I'm not sure where this energy is coming from. Uh, he's like, sit the fuck down. I'm, I'm like, okay, this is, you know we are just looking around, everyone's looking, Go, like, what's happening? And everyone's like, alright, oh, Darren, just sit down, just leave it. I was like, leave, I didn't do anything, there were a few other people going, like, he ain't done anything. Now people were telling, the guy, he needs to calm down. Ah, oh, it's dreadful, didn't he call me a motherfucker. And that's when I had to say, hey, listen, i fucked many mothers, okay, but still, I don't want to be judged by that, Okay. Okay, I, I, I don't think I should be judged. Don't shoot Don't think you should be calling me names. <laughs> uh, and then I because I was making jokes, some people laughed. Obviously, when he's, uh, when you when you're annoyed and someone's making jokes at you, it kind of annoys you more. And me, not gonna that was me being a prick. That was me just trying to get at the guy because I knew I wasn't. I had no intention of fired them. So I'll, I'll at least try to embarrass you. Even a better thing would be I've turned you around and you've actually started. Laughing with me, but he was not having a bar. He goes, "You carry on, mate. You got to remember, we're getting off at the same spot, so we'll sort this out outside the, sort outside the coach." I was like, "You what?" And he's like, "We're gonna have this out outside the coach." I was like, "All right, well, okay. Guess we're fighting then." <laughs> I was like, "All right, I guess, guess we're gonna have a fight." And um, as soon as I got off the coach, a group of my mates all pushed me into a room. And said, look, he is actually on this. He wants to fight you. And I was like, um nah, surely not. There's like no, but he, he was looking for you and he got off the coach. And I was like, yeah, right, well, I don't want to fight him. And then uh he got put to bed. And yeah, and then my I carried on drinking wine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I did yesterday. I did, so I didn't watch any of the Royal Wedding. This was the Royal Wedding two as it was called. Uh, but yeah, I didn't watch the at the royal wedding. So I saw some random people there. It's Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, Jeremy? James Corden. So apparently, Oprah's there. I am like, Who's going to walk her down the aisle and end up being Prince Charles? And everyone made a big fuss of it. I was like, Why didn't her mum do it? I was like, Forget all that. Why didn't Robert Zane do it? The guy plays their dad in suits. He should have walked her down the aisle. I'm not sure if he was even there. But I just mean, you've, you've literally. You've got someone right there to do it. He should have walked it down. And, um, yeah, people saying about how none of her family's there. That's what made me laugh. My black Twitter and black Facebook was going, just to let the record show, it's her white family that's causing, that's causing all the ruckus here. Our black family hasn't brought any embarrassment. Which was funny. That's, really, that's a funny thing to observe. But none of her family be there. Just her mum. Which I guess... Someone argued that reason why her family weren't there's not because they really would have brought shame to her. It was because uh, they didn't want any attention brought to them. Because so think about it, once you're known to be Meghan Markle's cousin, people won't, people won't be trying to like phone tap you, find out the, the, the shit, find out, you know, when Megan got too drunk. It starts telling people how, you know, how Harry's stroke game is. They're they going to want to find it out. So, damn it now. But hey, well done. You got married. Now we can all just move on, right? We can all stop caring about that. About the royal wedding that none of us invited to. Mm-hmm. You know, people really commented, really invested in it. Oh, she looks so beautiful. Oh. What kind of bride are you? You look ugly on your wedding day. I mean, some people say, oh, your baby's cute. It's just like, baby's damn baby. Oh, the bride looks so beautiful. Like, well, I don't know why people say bride looks beautiful when she's never going to look ugly. I've never been to a wedding where the bride looks ugly. Looks hideous. Oh, my God, this bride looks like trash. That's what I tell you. Thanks for inviting us. Um, we're very happy to be here. Um, lovely ceremony. The singer, amazing. Uh and the priest. He was actually quite funny, wasn't he? But I have to be honest, you I mean, don't get me wrong, your dress is lovely, okay? But you you look hideous. Absolutely hideous. Um Oh, you are you crying? Why are you crying? Um I feel like if I said you look beautiful, you have just accepted that. But oh, you seem like you're upset. Okay, I may have said something wrong here. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a compliment doesn't mean anything if there's no kind of counter, there's no opposite. Now everyone like everyone's just, oh yeah, you're really good, it's like, well, I need to know who's shit then. We can't all be good. So someone's gonna be shit. Someone's gonna be better than the other. So yeah, she looks beautiful. Nah na la. No, not having it. Although, she did that. she looked great. Though Megan. Megan did. <laughs> but, um, what else has happened this week, man? What else has happened? Um, other than me almost passed out on stage. I did TV stuff. I uh, did the recording for a TV channel called Yanga TV. Uh, called Green Screen Greets. That was that was really fun. Uh, it was an improv show. Comedy improv show. Um, all I said to myself is, look, I'm going to want my mum and aunties to watch this. So, Darren, do not talk about sex. Do not talk about sex. Do not talk about sex. I'm telling you, within 15 seconds of my improvised story, I started talking about sex. I don't know. I don't know. It's just smutty. Smutty, smutty boy. But really fun. Very fun show. Um, when it comes out, I'll let everyone know. I'll be posting links everywhere so you can watch your boy on the show. And um, it was very fun. Very, very fun. thing think too. Wearing makeup for TV. Had to do that. And that was this thing, yeah. I had makeup on my face for the TV show. And then when I came off the set, I asked for some wipes to take it off. And then these girls were like taking the piss out of the guys who took the makeup off. I was like, what? I was like, I was not going to make you gay. I was like, that isn't why I'm taking the makeup off. And it's like, men are so funny, aren't they? Just a little bit of makeup, and they feel like they have to take it off because they're not really mad man. I was like, you're you're adding a lot of things to me want to take makeup off my face. Is like, why do you want to take a face? I go, because your stupid makeup ruins clothes. As men, we hate you wearing makeup. Granted, some of us are hypocritical with it. We like the look of it. I mean, I like the look of makeup on some girls. But the reality of makeup, oh. You ever worn a suit? And you know, you, you hug a woman. Oh, love to meet you. You hug her and you look down on your chest. What's there? Powder. Foundation. Just like, fuck sake. Even saying that, actually, the suit I was meant to wear to the wedding yesterday. I had to wear a different suit. Why? Because I, I thought my suit was dry clean. Pull it out. Bloody foundation on my chest. From the last time I wore the suit. What well, is one hug. One hug and just fuck up your whole look for the whole wedding. Whole event. Another one of my suits got ruined by my cousin. I ain't seen him for a while. It was my... Cousin's daughter's christening Hey yeah hey, Nice to see you But bang Hug her Look at my shoulder She just burst out laughing I was like Why are you here with face paint on Get out So no, nah, man Bun makeup And that's why I was taking the makeup off Because I didn't want it on things I forgot I would forget I had it on I will touch my face And then I would have a big old makeup stain on my clothes I'm a man I'm not used to not touching my face So yeah Well I did that recording on was that Tuesday no Thursday I did that. So yeah man, that's cool. That was super cool. Um what else we done? Friday drove down for the wedding. Uh Wednesday hosted Happy Lovecraft, Danny Walsh's gig, which is absolutely fantastic gig. Um then Tuesday I was around my girlfriend's house She was watching Basketball Wives Oh my god, what trash What complete, utter trash that show is Absolute trash The problem is why right, any, any guy who's got a girlfriend yes, Who watches this trash You don't care You don't want to care But you watch five minutes of it And you're just trying to understand what, Why, why is this woman calling this woman a bitch now? Why is this woman saying no one better talk about my family like that? And this part of you just curious. You just keep on asking more questions. I can see my girl was getting so annoyed. I'm the worst person to watch a TV programme with if I don't know what's going on. So we just watch Basketball Wives. And um, and the problem as well is uh, when some of them are actually fit, so you now you've, you can't state that you don't want to watch the show because then it looks suspicious that you're now watching it very intently when they're having a yoga class. <laughs> But um, and that's what happened. I was like, I do not want to watch this. I didn't say it out loud. I was like, I don't want to watch this. And then, yeah, they're in the gym working out. And I was like, okay. I'll, I'll sit here quietly and watch this. And then they started talking some more ratchet things. I'm like, this shows crap. But, hey, I ain't judging her. I'm not judging my girlfriend. I'm not judging anyone who watches it. Because we all watch. We all watch trash at some point. We all watch trash. So it was easy enough to watch, but the same some just TV shows channels I don't even understand what they, what they're obviously just not targeting at me. There's one channel that she has. It's called TLC, and oh my god, on that channel was just so much shit. It's just not aimed at. I don't think it's aimed at any man. No, no, man. That no. was one of the shows. Uh, what's what's one? Let I wrote it down the other day. What's the show called? Uh, oh no, I didn't write it down. It's a, yeah, it's just I just got TLC on Sky. Um, it was like dressed to impress. That was it. Dressed to impress. So it's a dating show that basically one person. Um, free gets free people who they want to date they have to buy them an outfit. They give them a description of what kind of thing they want and what kind of event they'll be going to. And then these three potential suitors buy an outfit and then they judge it on the person who has the worst outfit, who put the worst outfit together, they get eliminated and then they see a picture of that person. And then they go, the second ones go through to another round and they have to dress the person for another occasion. And then the best outfit gets the date. And I'm just like, well, okay, I'm not sure how this is even the premise for a dating show. Who wants to date someone who can pick them clothes? I'm not a child. I'll pick my own clothes. Can I just not sit at dinner? Like, dinner date makes sense. First dates make sense. I mean, dinner dates are a bit invasive. Any reality show that's in your house is invasive. Even come dine with me. <clears throat> even though you always end up in people's bedrooms just rummaging through their drawers. Ram you for the cupboards. What's this number? Oh, this is a snazzy top. It's like get the fuck out of my wardrobe. I'm making you dinner. Is that not enough? Why are well, you now going for my drawers? Not like, seriously. When when was this acceptable? When is that acceptable behavior as a house guest? And I mean, there's only what three rooms you should go into when you go to someone's house as a guest: the living room, the kitchen, the bathroom. Potentially you can go to another room if the toilet and the sink are in different rooms. Those are the rooms you're allowed in. My bedroom? No. And then through my actual drawers and what what are you doing? When did this become part of the show? I don't know man. Shit like that. I don't know. But um yeah, the dress to impress was one. Um there was one don't tell the it was it like another wedding dress one. Oh dear, I don't know. It's just a show where... How, what was it even about? I couldn't even process it. Oh, like, this is so shit. They're not even like basketball wives you get slightly invested. It was just dreadful. And I'm talking about new TV shows, Bulletproof. See that? Bulletproof, uh, what was his name? Oh my God, I can't of his name. Ashley Walters and Noel Clark. Two Cops. Um, they got a little bit of heat for one of their posters, people getting upset about, you know, people getting upset about other people getting upset about them advertising or holding guns. But this one thing that, like, the internet works, it's just, like, one person complains and then it's, like, a whole demographic of people don't like it. We discussed it on the car on the way down to the wedding. Millennials don't like this. It's like, no, no. One person who you've classed as a millennial doesn't like it. They're not the voice of a generation. <coughs> you hear my voice there, it's breaking. It's struggling. Um, but no, I watched it, Bulletproof. Um, so yeah, they're police officers they're on, on posters holding guns. Um, so a lot of people went, oh, what's so those? You're on your because these black people holding guns. And then people posted like James Bond and Liam Neeson in Taken and, and stuff. And... Um, it's just like, oh, like, do we care? What's the What's the program actually like? It's a great bit of hype, but what's the program about? Watch the program. Can't lie, I felt like I was only watching it because like my mates had made the show, and you gotta understand, I don't know Ashley Walters or Noel Clark, but that's what I felt like when I was watching the first episode. So, so I don't like it. It's a bit wooden. Don't really believe the characters. Don't really like the show. Thought it was a bit dead. Until the last five minutes, plot twist, and I was like, "Fucking, I've got to watch the next episode." (laughs) They smacked it with a little plot twist. I was like, "Okay, all right, guys, fair enough." And it's the first episode. You always got to give it another chance because first episode is always building characters. There's loads of shows that when I look back at the first episode, I'm like, "How did I watch this? This is dreadful." I'm watch the first episode of Power. See if I will think he's any good. I know, man. Right, what else have we done? Let's not go on for too long. Um, uh, no, yeah, I'll we'll do a bit. Deirdre after, but yeah, I have got to talk about car insurance. Sort that car insurance now. That's a long. How does my premium go up? One year, no claims. Premium goes up a hundred pounds. So what happens? I call them. Obviously what what do they do? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, do you want to leave us? But I just typed some things into my calculator and oh, it seems like that you can get a twenty five percent discount off these this cover, this cover, this cover, this cover and do you know what? We've also managed to find that you can get a hundred pound discount of this. So your new premium will be now like fifty quid lower than my current one. But they're trying to sell it to me that they've given me a hundred and fifty pound reduction. They haven't just £50. chatting bollocks. They're trying to mug me off, but you can't. Then I've tried to look online for other insurance providers. Could you find any? I mean, sorry, you can, but then what happens is you do like, you go compare, you get your nice price. You click on their website, and then not one of the details is incorrect Do you. Try to amend the detail, then suddenly, you can't do this online, you need to call us. It's like, I don't want to talk to you. I remember I spoke to one, right? Because I changed one detail saying that my car's actually leased. So I'm not the registered keeper. My premium doubled. Actually doubled. I was like, this car insurance thing's a whole fucking scam. This is what people do, drive with no insurance. Because it's long to get insurance. So, you know. But, yeah, I, I'm sort that insurance. Oh, I'm probably going to stick with the same guys because I can't bother to change. That's how they get you. Apathy. <laughs> Luck I haven't replied to the email. Imagine how many pre- people's premiums must go up because so they can't be really bothered to deal with it. Just accept it, and it's gone up. Not me. Not today. Right, I've come to the end of the podcast. Let's find dear Deirdre. Hello Deirdre. Hello, Darren. Um Oh got, I got hashtag me too at the wedding as well. That was jokes. <laughs> uh someone posed a picture for me. Older person. And then like, her hand just kind of continued to go down my back onto my butt. Kind of reminded me of like the scene from Get Out. <laughs> oh dear. But well, let's go. Dear Deirdre. Ooh. This is, this is all the same. Filth. Um, dear Deirdre, had a passionate affair with my mate's wife and now we're together. But bitter won't leave us alone. Yeah, I think it's a right to be bitter, though. So, a little bit of empathy. I had a passionate affair with my mate's wife, and it has led to so much hurt. Mm-hmm, usually. I'm 33, and I've known my friend since we were both 15. i was seen a lovely girl, and we often went out as a foursome. But one particular night, about three months ago, my mate's wife seemed to be upset. She's 29. At one point in the evening, she got up and ran outside the pub crying. My friend got up to go after her. But I stopped him and said I'd go instead and play the peacemaker. Sit down, bruv. It's nothing to do with you. She was still crying and when I got outside, so I gave her a hug. I went to kiss her, but she pulled away saying she'd be okay. We both went back inside and I didn't think about it anymore. Think anymore about it. need to try to kiss her, how's that normal behaviour? They're upset, you fucking rapist. Actually you're not a rapist, okay. But you are a bit of a sex offender. My mate works away a lot, and the next week I received a text from his wife. She apologised for her behaviour the week before, and she asked if we could meet up. Um, what was she apologising for? For not kissing you? I jumped to the chance, as I've always had feelings for her. Jesus, mate, you're a scumbag. We met for a coffee, and she started to tell me about the problems in her marriage. I went to kiss her goodbye as we left. She asked if I could take her home. Never want to miss an opportunity. I drove back to her house and we ended up having sex. You are a fucking monster. It was great. She was insatiable. Unlike my girlfriend, who even undresses with the light off. On. With the light. You got light odds, What's that? We kept seeing one another. But we got careless and her husband found a text message from me on their phone. Jesus. The fallout has been horrendous. Yep, yeah, no shit. My relationship and my mate's marriage uh, both broke up. With a lot of shouting and tears, at least nobody involved has any kids. Oh, you're such a good guy, what a guy. His wife and I are now together, and we're trying to very hard to create a relationship. But my mate won't leave us alone. He won't accept that I'm with her now. How can I make everything work out? I do feel guilty, but but all we want is the chance to be a happy couple. Well, you gotta move away, mate. That's what you gotta do. Just leave. Take your Take your cheating self your cheating wife. <laughs> you know what is is? your mate doesn't fancy your missus, your ex. So he can't even get back at you. You've, that's it as well. You've actually probably upgraded. And all he wants to do is bang your ex to get back at you. But he's like, I can't even get it up. Not for her, not for this, no. That's why he's seething. So, yeah. That's uh, my advice there. Move away um let's see what else we got here jesus christ these are some i don't think these things are real and dear deidre that's why i read them because i think they're just amazing dear deidre my boyfriend's dad is demanding more after we had revenge sex well here we go when my boyfriend told me he had sex with another woman i was so furious i slept with his dad to get even that is so evil it was the worst decision of my life and now he's threatening to tell my boyfriend if I don't sleep with him again. Now I never understood this blackmail sex. I mean, in the weird world I can find it being sexy being blackmailed, but to blackmail someone else. No. That's a that's a hot mess. Knowing that person really doesn't want to have sex with you. Again, you talk going into sex offender territory there. 'Cause it's coercion. Like, I think that is actually rape. I think, yeah. yeah. Anyway, two months ago, my boyfriend took me out for dinner at a lovely restaurant for my 22nd birthday. He's 23. We went back to his flat for some birthday sex, which was amazing, but in the morning, he said he had something to tell me. I was stunned when he admitted that he had been seeing two other women and had sex with them. He was sorry and said he had realised it was me he wanted, but for he should come clean so we could make a fresh start I was beyond mad I told him to get me a taxi and I waited outside for it to arrive I ignored his calls and texts all day that night I rang his dad on impulse and asked if he fancied meeting me for a drink he was surprised but jumped at the idea he's 43 but he looks younger always he and my boyfriend's mum split up years ago okay we met in the local pub went for a drive in his car I told him that his son what his son has said he could see i was upset and leaned across and kissed me passionately he asked if i want to go back to his place and i agreed but when we got there i felt a bit creeped out yeah he started coming on to me he said he knew it was only a matter of time before i i'd want him instead of his son wow good dad i didn't really fancy him any longer but agreed to have sex anyway Jeez, this sounds very ropey i felt like crying the time we were doing it and couldn't wait to get out of there. What why, What the hell is this? Me and my boyfriend made up the same evening. Now his dad keeps sending me sexy texts asking for us to do it again. His latest message was threatening. He says he will tell his son we had sex unless I agree. Do I keep having sex with his dad or do I come clean with my boyfriend? Yeah, I think you need to stop having sex with his dad. And then when you come clean, understand that you're not going to be with this guy anymore. And the way his dad is, I don't think this is the first time his dad's done this. So, yeah, that is mad. Absolutely mad. Um, right, so that's the end of the podcast. Because um, I don't want to read anymore. My throat is dry. I need to sleep and try not to, you know, die in my sleep. All right, people, thanks for listening. Let me just upload this for you and then, yeah. Peace.